0: Talk about we don't know. I guess we'll figure it out. It's time for that
1: Calhoun show. That Calhoun show. Welcome back, fam. Episode two. Let's get it started. What we talking about? I think we're gonna talk about. Smut.
0: Some smut. We're going
1: straight in again.
0: You've been reading, actually, I, you've read quite a lot of juicy novels.
1: Juicy, juicy. Extremely juicy booty novels. And they are they are the best novels. I,
0: I, I don't know if I'd say the best.
1: I would say um, literature at its finest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would say they're fun.
1: I would say if you like to read porn, (laughs) (laughs) then it's going to be your new favorite um, avenue of reading, I guess. Does that sentence make sense?
0: I don't really like the way they're written.
1: Listen, they're written as if a teenager. I don't know if I would say teenager. That's That's a little gross. They were written as... Well, how would you say they were written as? They
0: were written for a middle-aged white woman?
1: A middle-aged white woman, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not middle-aged, You're but... You're pretty
0: far from middle-aged.
1: I would say... I would... I don't know. Are I don't they know what ri- I would say are, about it.
0: Are they written for guys and girls?
1: I guess it just depends on what a guy likes.
0: Like, is there smut for guys?
1: Well, like, you know how, like, there is porn for women? Yeah. Maybe it's, like, smut for women and smut for men. Maybe they have two different...
0: I've just never seen any smut for men.
1: Mm. I mean, have you ever really looked?
0: Well, they always had those romance novels, like, in Walmart and stuff when I was a kid. Did you just say
1: Walmart?
0: Walmart? (laughs) You said Walmart. Walmart.
1: Um. The so yeah, like you know, the romantic the guys, novels. The guys like
0: bare-chested and his shirts.
1: Yeah, I guess that would be more appealing to women than maybe a straight man.
0: Like, what would be on the cover? Uh, of smut for a guy.
1: I don't know. Maybe a woman with her cleavage out. But I don't, th- I, can I don't you know.
0: Can you show what th- men like like? Can you have that on a cover of a book? In a store sitting on a shelf.
1: I don't know, because this book that I feel like
0: there's a double standard whenever it comes to
1: Oh, well yeah, probably. Because like you can show a men's nips, but you can't show a woman's woman's nips. nips. because men have no self control and um they're not mature enough to be able to look at a woman's nips in public. So there, where women can look at men's nips and not be phased. So
0: there'll be guys in Walmart,
1: Walmart. looking at
0: <laughs> the cover of a smut book just staring at it. Yeah, probably. Not moving. Probably breathing.
1: <laughs> Men have no control. <laughs> so yeah, I would say um
0: Well, what's your favorite smut book so far?
1: Favorite smut Honestly, anything Tessa Bailey. I feel like she's pretty mild to the smut that I have read recently. Um, but I haven't been reading it anymore. But I didn't know that smut was smut. I didn't know that was a thing. Like I didn't know that word was a thing um, until you called me out on reading smut. So how did you know about smut?
0: I don't know. You just thought They were called romance novels.
1: Yeah, I just thought this was a romance novel. And I was like, wow, this is a very spicy romance novel with extra jalapenos.
0: I think romance novel is just what parents told their kids what they were reading.
1: So do you think, okay, so my great-grandmother had books, like bookshelves. She was a godly Christian woman. And I'm sure pornography was really horrible in her household. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm sure. If you know, um, but what I'm saying is, she had all of these romance novels. Like she had shelves full, like a wall, just full of bookshelves, and they were just full of like half-naked men with their shirts unbuttoned, and they were, you know, all these romance novels. So she was just reading smut. But we were always told it's romance novels. Well, now that I'm 28 years old and I read my first romance novel, I realized they sure do talk a lot about the peen in the vaheen.
0: Yeah, great-grandma was getting freaky-deaky.
1: So now we know the truth. So really, no romance novel is romance. It's all a little peen in the vaheen.
0: It's all smut. It's all... The smut. It's porn, really, is what it is.
1: Yeah, but why do we, like... Why do we talk so poorly about people that watch porn in the church, but then the same people can read Smut. Is there a difference? There's not a difference, I guess. Well... I wouldn't... It, well, I don't really know.
0: It depends on how it affects your brain. Right, do you get the same kind of endorphin hit?
1: I would say... I don't know what that means, endorphin hit.
0: Endorphins. Whenever you look at porn, your brain re- releases endorphins. And that's and, why
1: people, and, and get, people addicted get addicted, to, addicted it.
0: to it. They get addicted to, addicted to the feeling.
1: I guess you could get addicted to reading romance novel because you just like want to... Romance novel as in smut is because you just want to like not want to go back to real life.
0: You don't want to go back to real life? Yeah, you're
1: like, wow, I want to be this character in this book.
0: Okay, let's, let's read an excerpt from one of these books right. and see what you don't want to leave. let's see what you want to sacrifice real life for
1: we're just gonna go right in um this is from it happened one summer by tessa bailey she gets all the credit for this crap
0: okay let's read an excerpt
1: so i just picked any page in the book so i don't know i didn't know what this was going to be Okay, so you this didn't. is how full of smut, I guess that's how you would use that term, that this book is. Like you, 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 did, you
0: didn't, it wasn't uh, premeditated. Yeah,
1: this wasn't like bookmarked. This was just, I just opened the book of It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. She gets all the credit in the world. All right. Yeah, let's see I juiciness. did not, I, mom and dad, I did not write this. I did not write this, but I'm going to read it out loud. So these words are going to come out of my mouth, everybody. If you have kids in the room, get them out right now. Let's hear it. Our kids are sleeping. Okay. <laughs> 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 I feels so weird reading this. All right, I'm going to read this in my, uh, my are you, telephone Are you voice. doing
0: a, the female's voice and the male voice?
1: Well, it's from like a third point of view. And then I'll read, like in quotations, there are some words... All right, so I'm just going to start. I'm just going to read one paragraph so everyone can get, get all juicy goosey. <laughs> juicy. What
0: the fuck is juicy-goosy? <laughs>
1: uh, so hopefully you're alone right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why do
0: they need? Wait, what's going on? Why do they need all to right, be alone? We're
1: just going to go all in. So welcome to episode two, season one. Here's your excerpt. She was panting as he rose. (laughs) Sorry. I'll start over. She was panting as he rose, dropped his chest down onto her back, and pushed his C-O-C-K inside of her. Cock. Still contracting P-U-S-S-Y. Pussy. No. (laughs) I thought you were spelling it
0: and I was saying it.
1: No. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and I have to start over. Just say the words. She was panting as he rose, dropped his chest down onto her back, and pushed his bleep inside of her still contracting bleep. You Mine. He gritted. <laughs> the, the tightness.
0: <laughs> what? Why? Why is he Gollum from Lord of the Rings? I don't know.
1: He says, mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish this freaking sentence mine <laughs> <laughs> he gritted the tightness of her cinching his balls up <laughs> 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 Let me read it. No, read no, it. I'm done. No, I don't want to hear you read this. Can I pick People will be offended after? that you're reading this. Why? Mine. He <laughs> committed. The tightness of her cinching his balls up painfully, firing every ounce of his blood with possessiveness. I'm taking what's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. So that was your excerpt. Can, um,
0: can I read a paragraph?
1: Yeah, sure. Why don't you pick just, like, for me. pick a random. Oh, you want me you to pick, pick for one me. for you? Um, all right, so this is the same book still. We're still in It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. So all credit to her. And go, Corbin. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Someone's getting I juicy juicy. Do- I, do- <laughs> uh,
0: I just read a little bit in my head, and I was like, oh, no.
1: This is so spicy. It's one of the spiciest books I've ever read. (laughs) It's my favorite.
0: Okay. Piper's mouth was permanently wide open (laughs) against his shoulder, her eyes watering with the force of pleasure. Pleasure from having his hard sex smacking Uh through her wetness like it owned the joint. (laughs) His calloused hands shoving her knees down, (laughs) opening her wider for his convenience. Pleasure from having brought this vital man to his proverbial knees with need. God help her. She loved that. (laughs) Knew he loved being challenged. Knew he loved that she loved challenging him. Perfect.
1: Perfect. And scene. Amazing. What are your thoughts on this?
2: I don't know.
1: Let me tell you my thoughts on it. We're going to get really, really, really personal really, really quickly in case we haven't already. Um, it changed my sex life. It changed my sex life.
0: Why you sound like a hillbilly? Because
1: I feel a little awkward saying sex life on a podcast that everybody listens to. So do in a southern accent. So this accent. is my comfort zone. Because here's the thing. After you have a baby, you don't have any sex drive. But if you read some smut, you'll be like, mm, Let's get, get it on. I'm ready to get it on. You Get it on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where... There's nothing wrong with the little incentive.
1: Yeah. And you're like, ooh, that's so creative. I should try that in the room, bedroom. You know? Reading? Reading. <laughs> but there's a, there's a there's a TikTok that got me into, into these books. And this girl, she doesn't actually read them. She listens to them, like the audio books. And she was like doing yard work. And she was like, ladies, if your man wants you to be horny in the bedroom go read you some tessa bailey books and i was like what does that even mean not having a clue i would say i started with um what's that book that i read oh the spanish love deception because everybody was like that's boyfriend like that's my book boyfriend or whatever Mm -hmm. and i didn't understand what any of that meant and then i read and i was like okay i kind of liked it it was like kind of spicy i think you read a couple of like excerpts from it but it wasn't like crazy intense Mm -hmm. where like Tessa Bailey's books are just nothing but porn. (laughs) Like they're just having sex the entire book. Okay. And I just think that's interesting. That's all. Like like, everyone dogged on 50 shades of gray because it was like this like crazy intense, like pornography book style thing. But little did they know that was like so mild compared to everything else on the bookshelves. Right. Which I think is funny.
0: How did those books get so popular?
1: Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, I don't know if she started it. So like, a woman wrote... Yeah, I think a woman wrote Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm going to have to look it up.
0: Would a guy be allowed to write a book like this nowadays? I think...
1: I don't... I don't know because it's not like they're... Like, Fifty Shades of Grey is, like, a little bit darker in the sense of, like, how things play out. Where, mm-hmm. like, um, it happened one summer and a lot of Tessa Bailey's books are not so dark on that side of things like they're more of um like they're falling in love with each other and they're also a little bit spastic like so admire. would you say
0: 50 shades of gray is more rooted in like
1: reality i don't know if i would say reality because i'm pretty sure that they like what 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 would be the term that you would use for someone that's into that kind of like sex like bdsm
0: I guess so. I don't know what the term is for someone who's into that. Yeah, I
1: don't know either. But, like, the dominant thing and all that stuff and, like, having this, like, sex room or whatever it's called. I don't remember what it's called. It's
0: called The Red Room, right? The Red Room. The Red Room. That
1: sounds like uh, that movie. What movie? um, The Shining? Yeah, that.
0: I don't think they were having a lot of sex in that
1: movie. Well, no. But, anyways, that's not here nor there. All I'm saying is... I don't know what I was saying. What Once I again, was, I did not finish a thought.
0: What I was saying was I don't think it'd be possible for a guy to get away with writing a book like this.
1: Let's see. Let's look it up. Are there any male authors that write smut? There are man smut books. Yeah? Yeah. The, oh, one of the top questions on Google is can boys read smut? One could say that Smut began with Jack Hang. I probably said the name wrong, so... I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, have- it says famous authors who wrote Filth. This is from pleasekillme.com. So... At least we credited them. So, um, how
0: long has Smut been around for?
1: I don't know. This, this article from Mel Magazine says why male authors are so bad at writing sex scenes. Because I think men don't, like, men don't fully understand what women want in the bedroom. Okay. So they can't describe sex scenes the way a woman would enjoy to read it. Where, like, Tessa Bailey and female authors know exactly what we want and can relate, or a man can't relate to that.
0: So do you think guys read <clears throat> these books,
1: I don't know. I doubt it. I mean, would you read that book?
0: I wouldn't read it because the way they describe things, like the word like the way they string certain words together yeah. makes it sound kind of gimmicky, kind of silly,
1: yeah, but I think women like like cheesy romance and filthy sex scenes. All women. I mean, if you don't, I would say you're closeted about it, right? You know what I mean, like
0: like your great grandma,
1: right? Like she had novels, so many novels, and we would always be like, "What's that?" You well,
0: know, y- y'all would just like find them. Well, we, or she we, had we them out would, no, in no, no. Open. Like
1: when we would sleep over at her house, all of her bookshelves were just covered. Like the room that we would sleep in. That was it was from ceiling to floor bookshelves all across the wall, just mm-hmm. full of smut. So it wasn't like we were found them. We were sneaking around. They were just out there. Right. In that bedroom.
0: So why did she have her smut on display?
1: Well, I don't know though if you would say that's display, if that's like a bedroom.
0: But she had them on shelves.
1: Yeah, but it was just bookshelves.
0: What people so had it,
1: bookshelves.
0: What else was on these bookshelves?
1: I don't remember, but I remember the smut as in I remember like the half naked man holding a woman very lustfully (laughs) or like making out. But then this brings me back to that friends episode when um, Um. Rachel is reading that smut book, but I didn't understand that because I didn't know that smut was a thing. So every time I watched that episode, I was just like, oh, like there must be like a love scene in that book when Joey like wanted to read it so bad.
0: Oh, you just thought romance novels...
1: I thought maybe there was a kissing in it, but I didn't ever think it was, like, describing the sex.
0: You didn't think romance novels were actually just a bunch of sex. Exactly. You thought, you thought it was just a normal book with a normal story, and then every now and then it's just, like...
1: Yeah. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. steamy. Yeah, something steamy, like a little spicy. Not, like, the spiciest book I've ever read. Ever.
0: Well, to go back to the episode, Joey does refer to the book as porn. Oh, he does? Yeah.
1: Oh, I need to rewatch that episode then.
0: Because it's about the vicar and the vicar yeah. isn't home yet or something yeah, yeah,
1: like yeah. that. It's a good episode.
0: Yeah. And then, and then right after he reads the excerpt, he he says that Rachel's got porn.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, well that's fair. So I just didn't pick up on it.
0: <laughs> well, if, if you didn't know, you didn't know.
1: Well, the dirtiest smut I've ever read, I don't think I've ever told this... To you out loud, so here we go. I'm telling everybody out loud. Is this book called *Credence* by Penelope Douglas?
0: When did you read this book?
1: I read it on Kindle, like when I had I had that free month or whatever, and I could read whatever books I wanted to read. Well, I've read a couple of Penelope Douglas's books, and I was like, "Ooh, wow!" She goes, she goes really spicy, and she goes for like things that are kind of inappropriate that you wouldn't normally pick up in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she wrote a book called Birthday Girl, and it's where this girl falls in love with her boyfriend's dad, mm-hmm. um, but it's, like, her ex-boyfriend, I guess, because they break up. So that's a little confusing. Like, that, I feel like that's out of the norm, right? Wouldn't you say falling in mm-hmm. love with your ex-boyfriend's dad? I would say
0: that has happened. To who? No one I know personally, but huh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of things happened.
1: Okay, well, that's what happened in her book, and then the book that I'm talking about—that is the dirtiest book I've ever read. Holy, way dirtier than Fifty Shades of Grey. Was Credence by Penelope Douglas? And what's that this book That book about? makes you so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I think my face turned red the entire time I was reading that book because I was like, "Do I?" And I'm one of those people that like if I start a book, I feel like I have to finish it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or else it's it's just gonna bother me. Um, so I kept reading it, and it doesn't get any better. But basically, this girl, this girl's parents commit suicide together while she's at home. Yeah, it's a dark, it's a dark book, and. She Her dad has um, a stepbrother that she's, like, not close with. And he basically is the person that's supposed to, like, take care of her. And so she moves to Colorado to live with them. And he has two kids. He's single. Mm -hmm. He has two kids. He has, like, two older boys. And she's, like, a teenager. I think she's, like, 18 or something crazy like that. Like, she's a baby. She's a baby. Mm -hmm. And... She loses her virginity. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know if I sh- Spoiler alert. If you want to read this book, don't listen to this part. She loses her virginity to the stepbrother. So the dad of the two boys. So her uncle.
0: Her step-uncle.
1: Step-uncle. She loses her virginity to him and, like, is in love with him. Yeah. And then she sleeps with both of his sons <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> it is cringy. What the? And then she falls in love with one of the sons that doesn't talk to her and he spits on her in one of the scenes. <laughs> I was like, I need to put that out there.
0: He spits on her and he one of the He spits on her because he's like, you're sleeping with my
1: dad and my brother. But he doesn't speak to her. He's mute.
0: She had sex with a
1: mute? Yeah. But he Someone wanted to. Someone who can't to. talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he can well, well, talk. He chooses not to talk. So he's just a mute by choice. Oh, it's like a vow of silence. Um, His tongue's not So yeah, out. he falls in love with her. And he like has a baby with her in the epilogue. I'm pretty sure. And... She moves back to Colorado and lives near all these people that she just literally had sex with.
0: So I shouldn't is, say
1: literally, because
0: how is her relationship with the other two people? The brother and the, and um, the dad.
1: The brother one of the brothers she's just like cool with, and then the dad is like the grandfather to her kids. So I guess she's cool with him too.
0: Yeah. So she slept with her kids' grandpa?
1: Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So that was the craziest book it, I've ever read.
0: Is that the kind of stuff women want to read?
1: Mm. Not I not for me particularly. I was just I could I couldn't put it down. It was like too we were too far past to the point where I would have just been annoyed that I put it down. But very interesting read,
0: I'd say. Not the
1: same vibe as It Happened One Summer. It Happened One Summer is just two people falling in love. It's very shits Creek. It's so, very fun. And <laughs> the novel, what is the following one? Uh, Hook, Line, Seeker, my favorite.
0: So do you think some of these writers just write to see how far they can take it and it's not really trying to make a good story?
1: Maybe. Because I feel like Penelope Dougla- Douglas, um, at least those two books I've read, were very intense and yeah. very uncomfortable to read. Where, like, Tessa Bailey's books, it's just, like, I guess because she throws a lot of, like, romantic, like, uh, what is it, rom-com stuff in there. She throws a lot of that in her book, so it makes it, like, more of an enjoyable read. Mm -hmm. Where Penelope Douglas is, like, I'm going all in, and we're going to see how dark we can go.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And it's intense, and it makes you sweat.
0: Do you think the people that write these stories, do you think, like, they've done this stuff? No. No? No? it's just all in their head
1: it's like everything they maybe want to fantasize doing mm-hmm. or maybe they're just really good writers maybe. they don't actually care about any of this stuff but I do think Tessa Bailey like cause it happened when Summer is coming out as a movie oh really yeah and I do think I don't know what I was gonna say I think she does
0: is she, is she writing... I think she,
1: like, really likes the characters that she writes. Uh-huh. Like, she cries about it on TikTok.
0: Is she, uh... Writing the script... Or help writing the script for the movie?
1: Yeah, I think she helped help casting it. Because she wanted, um... She said the only person she can see play Piper... Is the girl from Schitt's Creek. Alexis? Yes. That's, oh, like, okay. who that character is based around. So, if you ever read this, it's very... I mean, I'm telling you. It's like Schitt's Creek. And this c- girl, Piper is very similar to Alexis off of Schitt's is Creek. Is that her
0: name, Alexis? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And who who would play the guy?
1: I don't know because didn't she like fall in love with a bearded guy on the on the TV show on Schitt's Creek?
0: I can't remember.
1: Like they had sex or whatever in his barn.
0: Yeah, she I think she got married or she was engaged to that blonde-haired guy who was a vet.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. And then But she liked the we have to watch that show again. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, we never finished it. No. Um, but I don't know because there's like for a while back when this book like first came out, people were like casting who they thought should play who mm-hmm. Um, on TikTok. It was like a trend to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everyone – so Hookline Sinker is my favorite book. It's where like two friends fall in love. And Fox is the guy character, and everyone says Clint Eastwood's son should play him. And I have never been so grossed out in my life. Scott. Scott Eastwood. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you should probably explain to people your taste in guys. Okay, so
1: my taste in guys is smelly. <laughs> no, no. no. They okay. L- they
0: look smelly. No, they, they don't, don't even look to smelly. Be smelly.
1: They don't even look smelly. <laughs> That's not true. I would say... Name
0: a guy you're attracted to. I would say
1: Dark Features.
0: Name a guy that you're attracted to.
1: Um, Corbin.
0: No, no, that's, <laughs> no other than me.
1: Oh, like a, a movie star? Well, when you put me on a spot like that, I can't think of somebody. Like Johnny Depp as a pirate. He looks smelly. Johnny Depp as, um, what's his name? Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain Jack Sparrow. is very attractive to me. And you know um,
0: what that character is based off or who that character is based off of? A guitar player.
1: Who?
0: I'm just saying it's based oh. off of a guitar player, okay. which is another one of your vices, I guess. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, slash, kill me now.
0: Also looks like he slash smells. Slash,
1: incredible. What a handsome, what a handsome man.
0: So you like guys that either smell or look like they smell.
1: Yeah.
0: Have dark features. Mm-hmm. Curly or some kind of textured hair. hmm And is a musician of some type.
1: Mm-hmm. And I guess you could say musicians not an end all be all for me though. Because it's like ugh, I have guitar to tell the moodiness then. and I can't handle well, it. Well, you if, named
0: you named Johnny Depp, and he's a guitar player. You uh, name Slash.
1: Okay, those and are like two people off the top of my head that I can think of.
0: You're married to me. There's this guy in the I'm a guitar player. What's
1: his name? Adrian Grenner. Is that his name?
0: I don't. Who's that?
1: He looks similar. I think he has green eyes, though.
0: Adrian Grinner.
1: Is yeah, he an actor. He's an actor in that movie. I think, uh, like Crazy with, it's like the girl that used to play Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yeah, Adrian Adrian Grinner.
0: Let me see a picture.
1: Okay.
0: I can't. I can't picture. He's a, a curly
1: face. hair, very dark features. Very thick eyebrows.
0: Oh, he was an entourage.
1: Yeah, I think he's a very the attractive entourage man. Series. He's very attractive. So that's my vibe.
0: Dark features. This specifically is my
1: vibe. The, <laughs> the one picture
0: that looks like he smells. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. It looks
0: like he pulled his shirt and jacket, you know, well, just that's out of my the dirty hamper.
1: Who else? Who are other people that look like him or similar to him? I don't know. But. That's my vibe. So, so, so to hear that, that Clint Eastwood is the right. vibe of this movie really bothered me. Not that I thought that it was going to be the smelly guy because they don't. They, she doesn't describe him as a smelly fisherman because she describes this guy, and it happened one summer as a smelly fisherman. Brent, what's yeah, his name? I Brendan. I get that.
0: I don't get smelly fisherman from Scott Eastwood.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. In in Hookline Sinker. The character that would play, that he would play, mm-hmm. is described as like the pretty boy that gets to sleep with whoever he wants to sleep with.
0: Now, which one of these books is the guy from Spain?
1: Mm, neither one of those books.
0: Oh, is it a different book? Oh, okay.
1: So there's that. Oh,
0: I got I got my characters confused.
1: So if you're following along with this smut, he's not even following along with this smut.
0: Well, I'm looking at the cover for this book and. The guy has like a thick beard and it's kinda he looks a little Yeah, he Spanish. looks smelly.
1: Yeah,
0: he looks smelly.
1: Like in when I read this book, I'm like, oh, I love Brendan.
0: Because he's smelly, he has dark features. Because
1: he's smelly and he has dark features. And he just is like possessive. He's like, She's a mine. She's a mine. She's pain mine. <laughs> depression. Mine. And like in Hookline Sinker, Fox is like. I can't have a girlfriend because I have lady problems. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, that's not really my vibe. Mm-hmm. Lady problems.
0: So you're like, wait, what's this guy's name?
1: Brendan. Brendan from It Happened One Summer, I could easily see him being my book boyfriend. Book boyfriend. Like, a character I would date in a book, Brendan.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Because he's so, the king fisherman.
0: Who would, who would you cast as Brendan?
1: That's the thing that's really hard is everyone that I have seen that are, like, casting videos of him, I don't agree with. I don't agree with any of them. Well, I but would... I can't think of one person that I would put in his place.
0: Um, I I think you are not the norm whenever it comes to what girls are usually attracted to.
1: Maybe that's would the you, problem. Would you agree with that? I don't know. I would say I would say that people that I'm attracted to are very attractive people. So... I would say other people, like uh, Slash, yeah, people followed that man. What do you mean? I'm sure he had like, what are they called, roadies? Groupies?
0: No, roadies help with the band and set up and all that.
1: So groupies?
0: Groupies. Well, groupies get a bad rap Mm. because people just think that groupies are girls that followed the band around to sleep with them. Which I'm I'm sure there's some of that, but I think groupies were – they just started out as being people that like would help the band in other ways, like clean their clothes and all. Oh, that.
1: and it turned into sleeping with them.
0: Yeah, I could I could be wrong about that, mm. but uh, but anyways, slash, I don't know if every woman would find him attractive.
1: Why wouldn't you? I guess I don't know if I would say that I'm different because I just don't understand why you wouldn't find these certain people attractive.
0: Well, I'm not saying you're different. I'm I'm just saying I think you're in the minority of women maybe, who wouldn't find Scott Eastwood attractive.
1: You think a lot of people find Scott Eastwood attractive? I think
0: a lot of women mm. uh, are attracted to that type of man.
1: I don't. I think I majority
0: of, of women are attracted to that I type of man. I have to
1: Google him now because now it's going to bother me about how unattractive I am to him.
0: Can you think of a friend of yours who you two have like to share or you two share the same taste in men? No. No? No.
1: I mean, I just, I don't agree with this casting. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. It no, bothers me. No, he's not. Me.
0: He's a handsome man. He's not an
1: ugly guy. He's just not my vibe. Right. And he's not the guy that I envision in my head when I think about Fox from Hook, Klein, Sinker.
0: What about, is it Javier Bardem?
1: Ooh, what? Javier. Yeah, Sounds Javier. like a spicy name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's, he's Spanish. And I thought we were talking about. I love
1: about, a Spanish man. And I thought
0: we were talking about the guy
1: what is who name? was Spanish.
0: Javier Bardem.
1: Now, that man, give me some.
0: (laughs) So, you like Spaniards? Maybe that's. They don't have to be Spaniards. Are you kidding me?
1: What an attractive fellow. (laughs) What
0: a. He's a very handsome man.
1: Very handsome. 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 Also,
0: you and I are. We like people of ethnicity more so than white
1: people. Listen, nothing against white people, but y'all just are not cutting it for me. (laughs) Speaking from a fellow white person, you just don't cut it for me.
0: Well, I wouldn't say you look like a normal white girl. In my eyes, I know you think you do, but you don't. Anyways, I've said you look—is uh, it Armenian or Leb- Lebanon?
1: Lebanon, I think. Lebanese. That's Lebanese.
0: Yeah. I think you could get away with being Armenian or Lebanese, something like that.
1: Basically, what we're saying is we're both trying to force each other to see each other differently because we're that well, attracted to white people.
0: Well, also, my mom's family is Creole. Well, yeah. And pretty much everywhere, everyone I meet, they're like, what el- What are you? Like, What are you talking about?
1: Oh, yeah. Because you don't look like a white person.
0: Yeah, you and you don't look like a white person. Or maybe we should say we, you don't look
1: Caucasian. Check the box, Caucasian.
0: Right, I don't... We're not
1: trying to offend all you white people out here because I'm pretty sure that's the dominant people that are... The dominant? The,
0: the dominant. The main
1: people that are listening to us are probably white people. And there's no offense towards y'all. We're not trying to offend you. But you're just not cutting it.
0: I think <laughs> as long as you have a little spice in, like, your personality, like, you're not just white bread. Oh. Just plain Jane. Because yeah. there are some white people that, you know... They got some groove to them.
1: Groove to them? Groove, yeah. And
0: then there's white people that are like, man, just get away from me right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, especially the South.
0: No, I wouldn't say the South. Mm. What what part of the South?
1: I would say like, you know, the, I don't know.
0: Because in Louisiana, there's a bunch of different white people that have like some flavor to them.
1: Well, I feel like Louisiana—it's like a mixing pot of like everyone's kind of. I mean, I'm sure there are just some plain white people,
0: but majority. But I think
1: majority have a little something. There's something else because there. people just kind of like mix around over there.
0: Yeah, well, Creole over
1: in Louisiana because
0: <laughs> Creole is is a mix of Creole a mix
1: of everything. I think
0: yes, it's Caucasian, African American, um, French, Spanish. No, I'm not sure about the Spanish.
1: Well, whatever they're doing with the Creoles, y'all are some pretty looking people.
0: Well, I don't know. I I don't I don't really know what about me looks different from a normal.
1: I'm just saying, like the Creoles in general. I'm not I'm not calling you pretty. <laughs> 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 I'm saying like your mother's family, yes. gorgeous. Yes gorgeous i could stare at your mother's family all day
0: yes they're very attractive people so so me having just a little bit of that that got doesn't a make me lucky. attractive
1: got a little
0: lucky i got a little lucky got a little lucky okay i mean i've i've had black girls come up to me and ask me what i am well you know
1: because you have a little spice in you
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: But that's the thing. You get to say that you have a little spice in you whenever I'm just straight up white.
0: Well, hold on.
1: Caucasian box.
0: I think the spice can be more than just what your ancestors were. Like if you're just white, but you, you don't have some plain Jane personality and plain Jane looks.
1: Basically, you just don't like basic people.
0: I like Is people, what you're saying. Yeah, I don't like basic people.
1: Even if you don't have to look a certain way, what you're saying is you don't care if you're white.
0: Like, you gotta have some trait to you. You gotta be like funny or you gotta be.
1: Uh, well, that's, so, we're basically calling cool all white people lame.
0: No, not all white like, people. Just some. Maybe most. A lot. A lot.
1: I don't know. Like, y'all just can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. It's a joke. It's a well, joke.
0: I've never heard a black person clap on two and or, or clap on one um, and three. So
1: black people have rhythm.
0: Yeah, black people a have thousand spice thousand to them. Percent. I would much rather hang out with a black person. And it
1: comes natural
0: Then. Yeah, it comes naturally to them.
1: Where white people Where in it, the fucking church clap it on <laughs> one <laughs> and, and three. One on
0: three. Shoot me now. Oh my
1: gosh. If you're in a church, clapping on one and three. Stop We're going clapping. back to the church. We went a little dirty on the church people last week. And I feel like we have to say a little disclaimer about church. Mm-hmm. Is we both grew up in the church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was raised, raised in a very religious family. Would you say you were, or would you? I say I wouldn't you say
0: we were religious because we went to non-denominational churches. Okay. And and uh, like my mom would like quote Bible verses and stuff to us, but. She wasn't like- It was
1: like forced we upon We weren't like you. burning
0: books in the backyard.
1: Right. So we were, well, not my parents particularly, but my parents' parents did that crap to them. Mm-hmm. Well, not my dad's parents. My mom's parents would like burn stuff in the backyard.
0: They had to like burn their Elvis Presley records and stuff. Yeah.
1: And like a Hooters shirt.
0: That's so traumatic. That's so
1: funny. Hooters. Hooters? And I think everything that had a frog on it for something. Anyways. Why does Hooters get a bad rep? They got good fried pickles. Do they? Is it better than like normal fried pickles? I wouldn't say.
0: I would say it's some of the best fried pickles I've ever had. It's been a while
1: since I've been to Hooters. But, anyways. Anyways. Disclaimer is we were both raised in the church. So we have every right to talk about how horrible the church is. Um, And we're not saying that Christians are these horrible people that, you know, are judgy and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But.
0: Just most.
1: Majority of Christians we've encountered have not been the best of people to other people, if that makes any sense. So when we're like talking crap about Christians and Christianity and the church, we're talking about the majority of people we've interacted with that don't have critical thinking um, and kind of just follow things blindly. That sounds mean too. That sounds really harsh. I'm drinking tequila, so that's not very, very harsh. Maybe
0: they need to hear it because a lot of Christians who claim that they're Christians are not Christians.
1: Right. But I'm saying... And those are
0: people that I have a problem with. I
1: think we personally are going through, st- or maybe me, not we, I shouldn't say we, I shouldn't include you in these things, but me personally grew up in a very religious household, very strict, um, maybe not my parents, but like strict things with the church and um, ended up going into this like really strict company after college or whatever. Like
0: that um, dance company.
1: Like a company that was very Christian and also very strict. Mm-hmm. So I feel like For me now, as an adult with kids, I'm learning how to like deconstruct everything I've learned, Mm -hmm. um, and actually think about like why do I why do I feel this way, why am I thinking this way? Um, So there's a little hate towards the church when it comes to current figure
0: things out and ask questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like currently, there is a lot of dislike for a lot of the like. I would say a lot of dislike for the church as, like, um,
0: the establishment as the building.
1: Yeah, the establishment. I guess that's a better yeah, way to say it. Yeah, because the church
0: is meant to be the people who go out and do God's will. Mm-hmm. That's what the church is supposed to be, to go out. But somehow, we've turned it into, let's set up shop here and collect money from people. Yeah. So, church is something that you are. That's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Something that you are, but we've turned it into something that you go to. Mm-hmm which is not what church is supposed to be. Yeah. So people have perverted it and manipulated it in order to control other people and do right. their bidding.
1: Well, even down, so I just discovered that the Bible, well, I knew the Bible was translated into a bunch of different, mm-hmm. you know, like texts or whatever. And, different languages, yeah. But I didn't know that, I guess it was in the 50s, they, I don't know. that like the U.S. translated it. I feel like I'm saying this wrong and I probably don't have my facts 100% straight. But it was translated again. But it was translated for the purpose of getting people to do what they want. So that's Mm -hmm. when, like, homosexuality came into play. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that are, like, a really big deal right now.
0: Mm, I don't know. Abortion?
1: Uh, Maybe that's part of the thing that was, like, misconstrued. Is that a word?
0: Yeah. Uh, Anyways,
1: but all this to say, this leads me into our next topic. So we don't hate the church. We don't like the people that much in the church. Wait, no. That's not what I mean. We don't like the church.
0: I don't like (sighs) what the church is today.
1: Yes. I don't respect uh, any church. I don't
0: don't like what people have... Turn the church into.
1: Mm. So we don't like the people that are turning the church into what it is.
0: Hypocrites and judgmental people.
1: Yes. So all that to say, this brings up a great story. Are you ready for it?
0: I'm ready for it.
1: It's a short, short and sweet. But, um, speaking of the church, we talked about a specific church a lot towards the end of our podcast last week that we, I think we equally dislike. Maybe I dislike more than him. Um but I've had extremely horrible experiences with specific people that are leaders in the church there. Yeah. One of them being this beautiful woman. Um, so when I was in high school, I got my nose pierced. Uh, I was like 16. I had a parent's signature. It was a parent approved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because what does it matter? It's a nose piercing. It doesn't mean anything. It's just for aesthetics.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: guess some could say that you're altering your body that God gave you, but I would just say you're adding to it. <laughs>
0: well, you, you what do people say about girls getting their ears pierced?
1: I don't know if they say anything about girls getting their ears pierced. This is this is why this is why this is such a big right. deal to me. So um, back when I was in my really religious days, I used to do a little dancey, dancey for the church. Um, it wasn't like fun dancing; it was like you know worship dancing, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. And um, I was supposed to do a worship dance on the stage, and little Miss Pastor's wife did not like that. Tiffany, me, had a nose ring, mm-hmm. a nose ring, um. She hated that and she said that by getting that done, having my nose pierced, I was now opening up holes in my body that allowed a devil to come inside of me and overtake me. Um, so she didn't really like that I was dancing on stage with a nose ring and wanted me to take it out, but she wanted to make sure I knew that because I now have this new hole, in my body, it was now opening up um, opportunity for a devil to come inside of me and uh, not come inside of me.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody (laughs) was thinking C-U-M.
1: Overtake (laughs) my body. Yeah.
0: Possess Um, you.
1: So I definitely had a fear of like demon possession growing up. Um, But the interesting thing about her was uh, she had her ears pierced. She had double ear piercings. Um, She also had tattooed eyeliner Mm -hmm. and lip liner. Uh, So I guess it only matters if you have a hole in your nose that the devil can overtake you, but not tattoos um, for makeup purposes only, (laughs) for that purpose, or double ear piercings.
0: Right. That's what we're talking about, hypocrites.
1: So um, I'm going to say a hard pass on the church. Uh, I've not been to one that I've enjoyed thoroughly. Um, I always end up working in the church as like, I always know what's going on behind the scenes. So you just lose a lot of respect for people um, when you know specific people that are in leadership that are maybe like sneaking out of town to go watch a rated R movie and drink alcohol because they don't want, the people that they lead in the church.
0: To catch them. To
1: catch them. Yes. That's a little sus to me. When you're a pastor or a pastor's wife or any kind of leadership in the church and you have to leave town to go do things that are probably normal things to do, um, but because you stand in the pulpit and you, like, judge people for doing that and tell them that they're going to hell Mm -hmm. – I would say uh, you should probably find a different job. You
0: should reevaluate things.
1: I don't know. It's just a little sus. So that's my story about um, being told that I was going to go to hell for having my nose piercing. Everyone voted on that on the Instagram. This, this, Nobody wanted to hear about Daytona titties.
0: We'll save that for another time. Let's get back Guess to the Guess you got to get to the
1: next time. Let's well, that was the end of that thing.
0: story. I know, but we can unpack it some.
1: Well... How do you unpack something that's just so black and white, really?
0: How old old were you? I was... I had to have been 16,
1: 16, 17. That's
0: just such a hateful thing to say to a 16-year-old when leadership is supposed to... Like, if, if, if she had a problem with it, did she tell you this in front of other people? No. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like... Why not just say you know i have a problem with your nose piercing and it's fine that you have it but we would we really don't want you up on stage you know dancing. but
1: that's the thing so why wouldn't
0: you just do that why would you go ahead and say you're going to hell my
1: issue is how do you have a problem with a nose piercing i had a stud so i wasn't even wearing a hoop back then it was back whenever like little tiny rhinestones were right. like cool so i was just wearing a little tiny rhinestone My issue with this speech or this speech, this story, this issue for her Mm -hmm. is that she has makeup tattooed onto her face. She has double ear piercings. What is the difference? To me, there is no difference.
0: I think she just wanted to put you in your place.
1: Oof. I think love that. I think she
0: wanted to pull a whole, I'm big, you're small, I'm smart, you're Gosh. dumb, I'm right, you're wrong.
1: Why is that a thing? I don't know. That's so mean. I don't know. Like, I think about how when we were younger, like high school children, and how adults spoke to us. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine speaking to our kid like that. Like... I said something to our son the other day that would probably be a very normal conversation that would have happened, maybe for me, maybe not for you, but maybe for me, Um, where I said to him, like, I'm the parent, you're the child. And then after I said it, I felt like this gut check that was like, that was so demeaning of you to say to him. Right. Because how did that make you feel when someone said that to you? It makes you feel like you're less than. Right. So why does the church feed off of that? (laughs)
0: Uh, well, if they have people that he, they can convince that they're less than, then they'll keep coming back to church. They'll keep putting money in the bucket. Which also? Which I, it's okay. The tithing thing, that's okay. If the church is using the money for what the money should be for, like going out and helping the poor, going out and right. helping, like if someone's house is needs remodeling, Yeah. And they can't afford it. Which we
1: kind of touched on last week.
0: Right. That's what the tithing money should be for. Right. It should not go into the pastor's pocket to buy them a brand new car. Agreed. That's not what it's for. Or
1: I feel like, personally, I feel like it shouldn't even be to update the lighting at the church. It shouldn't
0: be to update (laughs) the church and get a new paint job. Yeah. When all the other houses look like shit.
1: Mm. Like, okay, so there's a Hillsong documentary Mm -hmm. that my mom said we should watch. She said that we would be shook. But I guess it, like, talks about the dark side of Hillsong, the church. I think of it's course. Hulu. They, all but got- all that's going to start coming out, okay? So you have this, like, new wave of people that deconstruct uh, the church and everything they've been taught. And they're mm-hmm. all over TikTok. It's very interesting stuff because I know that I was always taught, if you ever doubt Christianity or Jesus or God, that you're automatically a sinner and you're going to hell.
0: Yeah, that, they're, that's them trying to control you.
1: Yeah. So now that we're adults and we can, well, we're not really in the church. We're, we don't go to church. We, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I don't know where you stand. Do you want to say where you stand with everything is?
0: On what exactly?
1: Like what you believe. Or, I mean, we don't really have to have that conversation either, but.
0: I don't know. I believe in the possibility of God. Yeah. I don't believe there's. There isn't a God and I don't believe there is a God. I believe in the possibility of it because no one really knows. Right. You know? Uh that goes for scientist, uh, Christian, mm-hmm. non believer, whoever. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows anything. So that's just kind of the short answer of it where I stand on things.
1: Mm. Where me personally, I'm like very confused. Which I'm sure you can tell if you're a Christian and you're listening to this podcast. You're like, yeah, this girl's lost. But that's what they would say. That was, you know
0: what I mean? Well, it's just just weird because why? like you're supposed to have this relationship with God. He just wants you to be a mute, never ask any questions. Well, I think
1: that's what, that's my thing is like now I feel like I'm having to go through this deconstructive phase of my life where I'm like taking everything that I was ever told as fact and questioning it. Mm-hmm. And so then because I was always taught that if you doubt that you don't, like you're going to hell or you're a sinner or whatever, I was always taught that that is such a bad thing to doubt God. And so now automatically my brain and my like heart are like, you're doubting, you're a sinner, you're going to hell when you die. No, that's not But that's what I'm saying. That's what right. my, I'm experiencing right now. You're having right to
0: reteach now. yourself. So
1: I'm having to reteach myself everything. I'm having to reteach myself about modesty. Why do we do it? Why are we taught modesty? I'm having to reteach myself um, what I believe, what it means to be, like, I guess a Christian. But mm-hmm. I don't even want to use that as a a term because of how, like, I feel like, uh, what did they do what would you say they did to the term Christianity how like it's not jaded I'm not jaded I'm jaded you're jaded I'm jaded yeah but like I feel like the term Christianity has been so like watered down watered down and misconstrued and I don't know I just don't like that term because I feel like anytime I think about Christianity I think about people that strongly dislike homosexuals and are huge Trump supporters <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, the thing about being a a Christian, what's it supposed to be like, is even if you have a problem with someone, like, even if you have a problem with homosexuality, it doesn't mean when you come across someone who's homosexual, you treat them like shit. As a Christian, you're supposed to still love them.
1: I just will never understand how you have the audacity to look at somebody and be like, oh, no, 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 no. You loving each other? Sinners. But me and my wife, while I cheat on her, while she doesn't know, that is love. And that is how God intended for marriage to be. Like, are you fucking crazy? That's what it is, though. It's the same people. Okay. Speaking of homosexuality. I used to have... We are... Huh? What? (laughs) (laughs) We are... I'll speak for me. I'm a huge supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. I have no shame in that. I'm a huge supporter.
0: I'm a supporter for people doing whatever they want to do. Do
1: whatever the, love whoever you want to love.
0: As long as you're not hurting me or my family, (laughs) do it. Love who you want to love.
1: I support you a thousand percent. I will never, ever, ever think otherwise. Right. Okay.
0: I have had my fair share of, of run-ins with gay people. Though, and they have not been a positive encounter.
1: Okay, just encounter. be... No, 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 no. I... Now, no.
0: that doesn't mean that I hate gay people. Well, then... Gay people have not been very nice to me so far.
1: Well, then... No, they have been very nice to you. They've been too nice to you. That's your problem. That's that's your issue.
0: They've been too nice to the point where they're flirting with me. That's
1: what I'm saying. I'm saying they're not been, they've not been horrible to you. No,
0: they haven't they're been... They're
1: attracted to you.
0: They haven't been horrible, like you know, calling me names or something like that. No, so
1: you can't say that. They don't know that you're not into that unless you tell them. No. It's the same thing for me. When I get hit on by women, I'm not like, oh, they're treating me horrible.
0: I'm not, I'm just saying that, like, you've never had a girl hit on you and, like, put her hands on you. I've had a guy
1: hit on me and be aggressive. So, yes, I get it.
0: Yeah. That's what... I'm on the end of All that. I'm
1: saying is now you understand how yeah. aggressive men are.
0: I do understand. Why are y'all so
1: aggressive?
0: We can unpack that in a second. What is your
1: fucking problem?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can unpack that in a second. But... Oh, what was I talking about? Yeah. A guy hitting on another guy is different than... A girl hitting on another girl. don't know that. Men are very aggressive.
1: I would say women are not as aggressive.
0: I would say gay men might even be more aggressive
1: than straight men. I love me some Cody Rigsby. If he hit on you, I would not care at all. (laughs) I did. let me join. Let me join. Uh, I,
0: I had a gay guy hit on me in Nashville at a karaoke bar. And... I was I was with a girl. I was with a friend. So why wouldn't he a just a
1: girlfriend?
0: No. Why wouldn't he just think? Why would he automatically think that I'm gay if I am with a another person? He might not have
1: thought you were gay, but he was like, "I'm gonna. I'm really attracted to this person. I'm just gonna give it my all and see what happens." Okay.
0: Cool. All right. So he tries that. He tries that. You know, he's putting his hand on the small of my back. Oof. He's trying to court me. Whoa. Probably court me to his van. That's spicy. drive off with me. Lower back? Yes, lower back.
1: That is some spicy hand touching.
0: I didn't really appreciate it, but you can have whatever view you want to have on it. Yeah. Yeah. So he tries that. I say, you know, not interested. The girl I'm with pretends to be my girlfriend so that he would leave me alone. No, a respectful gay guy who didn't know that I I wasn't gay. What would He would would say, okay, no problem, right? That would be the respectful thing to do. Sure. Sure. But he keeps going and starts saying things like, I want to film you two having sex.
1: -uh. Nuh-uh. You never told me this. Yes. You never told me he said that. Yes, he
0: started hitting on the both of us.
1: Oh wow! This so maybe he was into like maybe he was into both sides. Maybe he was more into the threesome than you think of home. Like maybe he wasn't actually.
0: I think he wanted the part of the
1: LGBTQ plus community. Maybe
0: I think he just wanted to be. He was into just something wanted to be a threesome. That That's what
1: I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So we can't. You can't classify him as LGBTQ plus community. You have to classify him as a weirdo.
0: He's a Actually, weirdo. you're not
1: weird if you want a threesome. That's not nice to say about people that want to add a little extra spice in their marriage or their let's not say weirdo. Let's
0: say uh, disrespectful. What do
1: you Is mean? Is that fair? Like he's he was being disrespectful.
0: Yeah, if I sure he was being if, disrespectful
1: to the woman that was there pretending to be your girlfriend. But not to me. No.
2: Hello? Check. Well, I don't know. My headphones just cut out.
0: Mm, I don't, maybe. But
1: so I would vote recording. to say that he is being disrespectful to the woman that was with you, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> you're a man Toughen up
0: <laughs> That's not That's not fair to say Oh because, it's very fair Because Brendan Fraser Okay that's, that's really
1: sad I don't want to say that that's That same really thing
0: happened to him
1: But I can say about you I can say about you personally Tough it up
0: Okay well I know you're just
1: Cause I'm just joking yeah, with you Yeah I know you're just joking Brendan Fraser That's a devastating story Yes I'm devastated Brendan I Fraser know this Brendan was the man this. He
0: was the man Back oh, in the day
1: It, it breaks my heart because I do have a problem with like victim shaming mm-hmm. personally. Right. But
0: But I think what you just said to me, even though you're joking, like just take it and be a man or whatever. Somebody's touching your penis, so just go with it. <laughs> no one was touching your penis. That's but that's that's what I think most people have in mind whenever someone's talking about a man being molested. Yes.
1: Yes. And it's it's it shouldn't be that Either it shouldn't sh- be that way. Either
0: there should be equality for for that. I
1: agree. I a thousand percent agree with you. I'm just messing with you.
0: No, I know you're just messing with okay. me. But I'm just saying majority. Well, for the
1: audience to know that I'm just a very big jokes. If you can't tell, I'm very sarcastic.
0: We we are, we both have terrible sarcasm. Yes, we're cursed with it. We
1: just put it in a bad scenario.
0: Right. Um... So I but agree. I, but it what should you be said fully. Yeah
1: on both sides. Like the Burden Fraser thing, that's devastating. Right. I'm just
0: saying what you said to me, mm-hmm. even though you're joking, that's that's the mindset most people have you towards you
1: calling me out on that. No, I don't Can you drop it. <laughs> 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 Listen, I feel like a shitty person now that I've said it out I loud. I know I'm you're like, joking.
0: You're mocking people. I it's fine.
1: Because that's what a woman, that's what happens to a woman. It's just funny because men don't care about doing that kind of crap to women. Like catcalling, fuck right, that's off. Wrong. Fuck off. Why are you catcalling? Shut up.
0: Right, but people <laughs> come, I feel like more people or most people would come to bat for a woman in that case. Barely. But more so than a man.
1: Oh, well, yeah, for sure. Because no
0: one comes to bat for the man. I agree. It's just like yeah, somebody's no, touching no. your penis, get over it.
1: Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah,
0: that's that's what people think. I
1: think people just hate men. And that's
0: what happened with Brendan Fraser. I know. He got, um, I don't know if I would say molested, because I feel like molestation goes on for periods of time. But he got.
1: Groped. Yeah, would be molested?
0: He he got groped.
1: Okay, so he was groped.
0: Yeah, he was sexually assaulted. Well, yeah,
1: yeah I say essayed. Essayed? He was essayed.
0: Okay. He was essayed
1: mm-hmm.
0: by either a producer. Or director, somebody he was working with, and he um, went public with it. Yeah. And Hollywood basically shunned him, blacklisted him, and he had to take his family and move them to the mountains, I believe, in order to get away from everything. So sad. And
1: It's so sad. And if you look
0: at pictures of him now, you can tell that it's like taking a toll on
1: him. Oh my gosh, it's so sad. It's so sad. And nobody believed him. And now that the whole Me Too thing movement is a thing by two women Mm -hmm. that didn't even... uh, Hold on. I don't want to say that because I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm pretty sure some of the leaders in the Me Too movement, Mm -hmm. actually the women were sleeping with minors.
0: Yeah, that's wrong.
1: That's what I'm saying. The women that led the Me Too movement Mm -hmm. were sleeping with minors. I don't know if that's for sure if it's the Plus. women that were leading it, but it was people that were involved in it. Um,
0: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised,
1: okay. so then hot take is it a, is it called a hot take?
0: okay, sure. let's go with it.
1: What's your thought on okay, so we're saying like the victim thing you don't want to like victim shame is it victim shame yeah, you to anybody want victim shame sorry, I'm on my like at least seventh shot of tequila at this point. It's okay. Um. It is nine oh three p.m. Okay. So she's a Me Too activist. She was sleeping with an underage boy. But, Bitch, what the fuck?
0: But does activist mean they like? Because is there like a Me Too movement that's like a company? Well, she
1: was in Hollywood, so she's a Hollywood actress. And she was an advocate or an activist for um, oh, the w- Me Too she movement. she was just a supporter. Um, I guess. She was sleeping with a teenager. She was sleeping with a teenager. Yeah, hypocrite. That's disgusting. Gross.
0: It was a teenage boy or a teenage girl?
1: A teenage boy.
0: Yeah, but see, like that, all that... The, the boy's friends. like, oh dude, yeah. That's so can. cool. so cool. Yeah.
1: What is that?
0: Like, I don't, well, that's the re- attitude people have towards when that happens to a guy.
1: In this article of the Sydney Morning Herald, yeah. the actress added it wasn't R-A-P-E.
0: It's statutory rape. Like, this, it's
1: statutory
0: you don't get to rape. decide
1: that. You, as the R A P I S. T, do not get to decide if it is or if it isn't. Right. You don't get to decide that. You as the, what is the word? Not victim, but the perpetrator. Uh Uh-huh. You don't get to decide what it was. Right. A teenage boy is a teenage, is a baby. It's a baby. (sighs) Gross. Anyways. Um, and so then a, hot take about victim blaming, shaming, victim, okay. whatever, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. What are your thoughts? Cause everybody knows now. Everybody knows this is old news, boring, shouldn't be on a podcast, but I would love to know your take because in one situation you could say Johnny Depp is the victim and in another situation you could say Amber Heard is the victim, but who do you believe?
0: I 100% believe Amber Heard is crazy. She abused him. And she abused him.
1: I agree. But then, I guess that's another thing, too. It's like, what makes people agree with someone or not agree with somebody? Because, like, people didn't agree with Brendan Fraser. People blacklisted They blacklisted him, and he, he didn't work in Hollywood for well, a Well, I don't time. know if
0: that was about not believing him. Is that what you said? Yeah. I think it was just about people are trying to protect themselves and then using their power over other people like if you hire this guy you will never work you know in this town again yeah that that's stupid shit so i don't know if it was people not believing him more so than it was people just trying to
1: ice him out and get rid of him that's sad though
0: yeah. And he That's was... what I'm
1: saying. So, like, in some cases, you would have women that are like, Amber Heard is the victim. Like, there's no way she wasn't the victim.
0: Well, there's people but out there. But why do we
1: decide? Why do we, as a society, all mutually kind of agree that Johnny Depp was the victim? What Ooh. makes us believe that? We don't really know. We I don't, don't know. really know the whole story. I mean,
0: they're both not
1: They weren't you know, great, great to actors. each other.
0: They're not both, you know, these... <laughs> Great actors.
1: Oh, actors. I was going to say they weren't great to each other, I'm sure. They weren't great to
0: each other. I mean, what I'm saying is if they were acting in the courtroom, then it was was really bad. But
1: why do we all mutually agree that Johnny Depp was the victim? What about it? What about the story makes us think that? Because her story was so over the top? Uh...
0: I think just people don't believe her.
1: That's such a sticky situation to be in, though.
0: And then there was also this video about... Uh, there were some kind of specialist with something, like body language. Mm-hmm. And they were saying how when Amber Heard would use body language, when she would tell these stories, that her body language was in line with someone who was the prosecutor or the abuser
1: yeah okay
0: and then when Johnny Depp would tell these same stories or his account for what happened his yeah his body language was in line with someone who uh, was the abused so that's pretty interesting so I you know people can tell people can kind they kind of have a, a sense for if someone's bullshitting or not
1: did you think this was going to be an ad? Well, you were wrong, you dumbasses. You can use our code, the Calhoun suck, absolutely nowhere. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Aliens! Did you like that? Yeah. It's kind of cool. hot in here. I'm getting a little. Bloody.
0: Well, you have a sweatshirt have on and a blanket and socks.
1: Um. Okay. I'm sure this is one everyone doesn't really care to hear. This conversation mm-hmm. about aliens. Just because I feel like it's overdone, you know? Like I feel like everybody talks about aliens and their theories on aliens. But I feel like you have a really cool theory on aliens. Oof. And I feel like it needs to be shared.
0: Um well it's not mine. I'm putting other, it other here people. because
1: I figured we said the most interesting stuff at the beginning. So if you turn it off, you're not really missing anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, please keep listening. If I'm just you kidding. Want.
1: <laughs> Finish the podcast, please. Gosh, dang it. Um, no, you know, what, what, do whatever what, you want. We what's your
0: view? Care. What's your view on aliens?
1: Aliens, they exist. Um, I just don't know how we think. That they don't. Uh, The universe is so big, and obviously they've found all these different universes, right? Is that how you would say that? No. Uh,
0: I don't know if they call it... They call them. They call it... There's billions and billions of galaxies.
1: Galaxies. Well, Mm -hmm. they found all these other new things that we've never seen before. And I just think it would be very, very silly of us to think that we're the only things out there. Like, that is so bizarre. And I kind of like the theory of we used to inhabit inhabit, yeah a different um planet, and we destroyed it and then we came here. like the fact that like people think that we've inhabited inhabited Mars mm-hmm. and we've um had nuclear war on there, and mm-hmm. so then we had to come to earth. and I kind of like that theory because I think that's like interesting.
0: that's interesting.
1: It's super interesting. All right, Because Mars is, like, there's water. Is there? I think so.
0: I thought there was just evidence that made people think there might have been or water.
1: Or that, yeah, there's evidence that there could have been water there.
0: Well, I don't know if there's evidence or if it's just someone's theory. And
1: there was a theory that there was evidence. There was a theory that there was evidence? I don't know. Um, that there was a nuclear um, energy or something like that. Okay. As if a nuclear war had been there. Okay. But then what's gravity like on Mars?
0: I don't know. But I believe that we are the only intelligent beings in the whole universe. I think it's just us. But I do think there are aliens. But the aliens are a separate sp- species, a separate intelligent species. I think the aliens are us from the future. So uh, this gets into well, why would we come back? Why do you yeah, why would we come back? Maybe there's some resources that we don't have in the future that This past Earth has. I don't know. Um, And then there's also... The whole exploration thing. Like, if those aliens are us, then they're human. So, like, why do we keep making iPhones? Why do we keep making a new iPhone? Like, every year, every two years. Why is it... What's wrong with the iPhone 6? It's perfectly good phone. Nothing wrong with it. Why do we keep trying to improve things? Why do we always keep trying to build? Why do we always keep trying to do something? I don't know. But that would explain why the aliens, if they're us, keep coming back. Keep traveling. Keep pushing the limits. Keep creating. Always keep going. Keep doing. And it gets into this if it's us from the future, then that means there's time travel, right? (laughs) That means there's time travel. So, if you're time traveling, then there's going to be a consequence to it, right? Because there's always consequences for everything. Uh, Yes and no. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so you're coming back uh, in the past. There's going to be a consequence of that, right? So maybe the consequence is that time period that that alien visited, another timeline gets split off of that so it builds a time road it builds another cuz if you you can what only are you, on? you can only Hi, <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> you can <laughs> if you think of time as a road you can only travel where the road is right so you can't travel to the future cuz there's no there's no road okay. but you can travel from the future to the past cuz that road's already been paved right So maybe the consequence and why, you know, people, not everyone sees a quote-unquote alien or UFO is because there's a consequence to coming to the past. And that consequence might be that another timeline shoots off from that point that alien visited.
1: I'm so trying to follow this conversation (laughs) right now, but I cannot. (laughs)
0: Why?
1: That is trippy.
0: So it creates an alternate timeline.
1: And now we're in a different, we're in a whole new space? That's what I'm confused about.
0: No, that timeline that alien traveled down, Mm -hmm. that one keeps going. Okay. But now there's another quote-unquote road that's another timeline that shot off at that point in time.
1: (laughs) Where's that one going?
0: It keeps going. Time is linear; it just keeps going. Oh
1: my gosh! But
0: now it's a new road, it's another road for the aliens to travel. And then when they travel that road, another road comes off of that one, and it keeps going. I really
1: think that's what? You don't think there's just aliens
0: out there? No, I think it's just dust. Because so also, you're one
1: of those small-minded people that I was just saying, I don't understand. Because
0: <laughs> also, if you look at an alien. You know, a normal depiction of it. What does it look like?
1: It looks like some, a big brain.
0: Big brain. Small jaw. Small jaw.
1: Big ass eyes. Big ass eyes. Probably gray. So I ain't getting any sun. Not living in Florida. I've only <laughs> seen gray and green aliens.
0: Yeah. They have big heads, big <laughs> eyes, small chin, and their body is... Void of muscle.
1: Yeah. Like I said.
0: So they look like where we're heading as a species.
2: Right. Right? Yeah.
0: Because why would the eyes and the, the head be bigger? Uh, because they're so... taking in information all the time. What, do, what are we doing all day, every day? Taking, taking in. in information. So your eyes are going to start getting bigger. Your head's going to start getting bigger. And our jaws are already getting smaller.
1: Compared to cavemen.
0: Compared to, you know, past human beings. Because our food that that we eat is soft. We all eat soft food. We're not tearing meat off of animals that we kill with our teeth, you know. Um, So Our jaws are getting smaller. And we're getting less and less muscle. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 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 because we don't we don't need muscle like we used to. We,
1: I think we still do.
0: We still do, but we don't. It's not a necessity. You know, when you're a hunter and gather gatherer, you you need some strength to defend yourself to kill something. Nowadays, what do you need, need your
1: strength to get to a public grocery store? What do store you need aisle.
0: muscle for?
1: Order that public sub, <laughs> chicken tenders.
0: Chicken tenders on your
1: public sub.
0: There is something about those public subs. They're way better than Subway.
1: So. So.
0: And aliens always have turkey necks, right? Do they? Yeah, and if you look at us, we're all getting turkey necks. Ew.
1: Like our
0: heads are. I guess they, jut- they used to have out. like. Big is it lats? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Or their like head was just their their lats, sitting on their lats instead of a neck.
0: Right. And everybody's neck is getting like bent and looking like a turkey because looking down at your phone all day. Oof. So if you look at a normal depiction of an alien, it looks like that's where humans are headed. And then you always hear these stories about. How people think the Egyptians were visited and and aliens taught them what to do and all that. So what's the other species that you know is more compassionate than us? Well, the only reason why uh, another being would do that is out of compassion, you know? I guess that's true. And we're the only species that I know of that's capable of that kind of compassion.
1: They're better than us
0: maybe aliens are us. Maybe. A better version of us.
1: Okay, the pyramids. Mm-hmm. That stuff is trippy. Because right. I've also heard the theory that they used to have way more technology than us.
0: Yeah, they had... A, like in
1: the, back in the day when the pyramids were being built.
0: They had a drill that they used in, in the building process um, that had, I think the rotations per minute was faster than the same kind of drill that we had in the 80s, the
1: 1980s. How? So what happened to that technology? I don't know. Because to build the Sphinx? Is the sphinx? sphinx, sure. And the pyramids? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that men did
0: that. Well, people also think that uh, that there was water in that area, like a lot of water. During that time, so what's so maybe they found some way to f- because the pyramids, those rocks and stuff, they were brought from very far distance to where they were. It's like not. Floated. It's not like they. Yeah, it's not like they found a pile of rocks and they just made a pyramid. So it's possible that they floated these large rocks down water to where they wanted them to be. Oh, I didn't know that
1: theory. I didn't know the water theory. Mm-hmm. That's the first time
0: I've heard of that one. Yeah, they they think that area was like lush with trees and grass and water.
1: No way.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Right. So what happened to it? I don't know. Was, right there, up. was there a flood of some kind? Was there some natural disaster? Would that have
1: been the same flood, the Noah? No. The Noah flood? No? No, that was way before,
0: that was before Moses pyramid. time
1: and all that. Whoa, see, I don't know things that well when it comes to timeline. <laughs> when it comes to timeline. Right. You know, you're, like, force-fed these stories about, like, Jonah and the whale. Oh,
0: I wasn't saying the pyramid thing like it was from a Bible story. But I
1: just don't know when I would have known the pyramid thing happened compared to the Bible time.
0: Of I think pyramids was around the time of Moses because Moses went to Pharaoh and all that.
1: Right. The only reason you're saying that? Huh?
0: For timeline's sake, you, you said was the pyramid thing during Noah. Yeah. And I was well, saying when Noah was during- Noah
1: at the very beginning? Genesis. Noah was Genesis? Yeah. I'm glad you're here to fact check because what Genesis. do I know? Oh, okay, well, okay. that's a very interesting theory.
0: About the water and stuff?
1: Yeah, I think that's... I've never thought of that. I didn't know that they were thinking that water could help bring... Some rocks. people
0: think that the pyramids were meant for some kind of irrigation technique.
1: Oh, really? hmm I thought it was a way to communicate.
0: Because, well, there's that too.
1: Like there was some kind of like magnetic power coming out of these pyramids.
0: Maybe, but they've also found evidence for where the pyramids were like built right next to water. Like all of them, like a river came up to each pyramid.
2: Okay, well, what about the
0: Sphinx? I thought that was just a god or something. Was it a
1: god? Yeah, that was huge, though.
0: I thought it was just something that they were. But it was
1: huge. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you build stuff like that back in the day?
0: I don't know. They had tools.
1: I don't think. I think they were more advanced than we are now. It's possible. So then what happens to technology? Why does it just stop and start over?
0: Well, they didn't write anything down, and if they did, obviously
2: they never found it.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, that makes you think about things a little differently now. Because
0: mm-hmm. if you think about it, water being there and then, um, floating big rocks down it. It sounds like something a human would do.
1: Because they do not show that in the Prince of Egypt. Show what? They are building, aren't they building the pyramid in the Prince of Egypt movie?
0: They are, yeah.
1: They don't show water.
0: Well, this is just like this is recent stuff.
1: No, I'm just saying like
0: I don't think that I don't think they were trying to promote propaganda. I think they were just thought they built the pyramids in the desert people just
1: thought that. The desert wasn't a desert back then. No. Wow. Where's the Garden of Eden located? Who knows? Oh, we don't know? Do we have a theory on where it could be?
0: I'm sure people do, but nobody knows. If there was a Garden of Eden. Well...
1: What is one of the seven wonders?
0: Seven wonders? Isn't there
1: a garden? Of the
0: earth? Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
1: I feel like there's a garden in Seven Wonders.
0: What about it? If Why did there I think is? it was like
1: the Garden of Eden? <laughs> uh, I went to a private Christian school growing up that I had a class of 24 people graduate with me. So you could say I'm one of the smartest ones in the batch. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I'm not book smart. I am street smart though, so.
0: Suck it.
1: Suck it. Uh seven wonders.
0: It's like Mount Rushmore and
1: Mount Rushmore. Is it not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Rushmore? <laughs> How is that a wonder? I don't know. It's
0: got faces on it.
1: The Seven <laughs> Wonders of the World: Mount Rushmore, in Taj Mahal. Okay, it's, it's the Great Pyramid of Giza. Giza? Giza? I think it's Giza. Like I said, I graduated a class of twenty four from a private Christian school. Hey, you Giza! We hey, went you to... Giza! What you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> we went to school in trailers. So that's true. I'm gonna say. I'm not the most educated as far as books. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. That's what I was thinking.
2: Oh, okay.
1: The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Then there's other things that I'm not going to say because I don't want to pronounce them. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Okay, well, so not Garden of Eden.
0: Maybe some people think it is. I don't know. I would love to know.
1: I would love to know where people think the Garden of Eden is. That's super interesting to me now that I'm trying to, like, deconstruct my past religion. Like, where—because there are some theories that most of the Bible stories, like Jonah and the whale, um, Um, Noah's ark—I don't know if you could say that. I don't know if that one is. But there are some theories that most of these stories are um, parables. Right. They're not real. They're for the purpose of storytelling to explain something. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. That some theories are that like some of these intense stories (laughs) My feet just fell. (laughs) Some of these intense stories are not real.
0: Well, the thing about stories is that they're always based on something. So whether it it's written how it exactly happened or if it's written in a way that it's based on something else.
1: Like Noah's in the Ark. Noah's.
0: No Noah's in the
1: Ark. <laughs> Noah in the Ark. Okay. I guess, yeah, that could be real.
0: Sure. It could be. I don't um, know.
1: Jonah and the Whale. That's one that really bothers me. A
0: g- guy getting eaten by a whale. A guy
1: getting eaten by a whale. Basically and Pinocchio. then the whale is just like bleh. Get yeah. out of here,
0: Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: I don't know. That story does not... Like, I don't believe that story. Are there people that do? I'm I am sure. In the, the world that I was raised in growing up, in the church I was raised in growing up, these stories were matter of fact. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that definitely happened. That is exactly how it happened. We have... um what's the word I'm looking for? Not narrated it, but we have interpreted it Mm -hmm. correctly. We're not wrong at all. Right. Like that's, that's silly to think. Yeah. I mean, there's even,
0: you know, professors who are Christians and like speakers who are Christians who will say that a lot of the Bible is written in hyperbolic language.
1: But I would see, I would say like, I don't want to say majority because that's not fair to people. But there are some people like me specifically who were raised in these like churches that tell you like this is the truth. Mm -hmm. That is it. Like this is the truth. You have to believe it all.
0: And even if it is the truth, the way that they shut it down like you can't ask any questions about it, that makes it more sketchy.
1: Yeah, like, why like, is it bad it, to think?
0: Because if if it is the truth, then the natural inclination would be to learn more about that truth. The only way you learn things is by asking questions.
1: They literally shoot you down. They don't let you ask questions. Yeah, they don't
0: let you That's ask That's the questions. whole
1: thing in the church. Yeah. Don't ask questions. hmm I am your pastor, and I'm sleeping with somebody else, probably some dudes. Don't ask any fucking questions. Yep. You think you like the same sex? center. You're going to fucking hell. But I love it. But I love it. Don't ask questions. I it. Like That's okay. It. That, are, that does bring me up. I think this is what I was trying to say earlier when we were talking about the LGTB. LG. Letters. Yeah. Plus.
0: Some from the alphabet. Something
1: like that. How I support them. Right. But there was this pastor. We watched a documentary on Hulu. I mean on HBO Max a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And he was a very prominent pastor in the church. Do you remember this? I don't remember what it's called. Uh, but he is like, you know, uh, he works in a mega church. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find the name of it real quick. Okay, I found him. His name is Ted Haggard. And there's a there's a, um, documentary on him on HBO Max. So If you get time, go watch it. But it's a perfect example of the South... I act like I hate the South. I'm from the South. I don't hate the South.
0: They've got some pretty jacked up people down there.
1: I would just say there's some really intense, like, Southern Christians that...
0: Yeah, that's a problem.
1: Um, ...are horrible people. Yeah, they're horrible I would horrible say they're people. horrible people. Now,
0: I've met some Southern Christians that are great people. That are amazing they're people. They're very nice.
1: I would say I have a lot of Southern... I'm not talking, like... I'm not talking, like, Tennessee Southern. I'm talking, like... Louisiana, Boondocks, Southern Baptist, even Southern, Southern Nandanam. that are some really fucking shitty people, probably the most shitty people I've ever encountered, ever. Yeah. Anyways, this is Ted Haggard. He was a mega church pastor, mega church pastor, who I'm pretty sure... Oh, he's not. I thought, for some reason, I thought he was in Texas. It's not. I think he's Colorado. But he um, was a very Mm anti-LGBTQ+. Very. Come to find out, he was also sleeping with men. And doing drugs. Like, hardcore drugs. Dang. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, like, meth. Or like crack. Man, he was using
0: that Tazman to throw some dope ass party. Sounds like
1: I just think it's very interesting that the same people that stand in the pulpit every Sunday are also the same ones doing shady shit that they're telling you is shady. Like, oh, I'm sorry, he was with the male prostitutes (laughs) 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 and crystal methamphetamine. Dang. So all I'm saying is I've not met so far personally I've not met, I've not met one genuinely great pastor because mm-hmm. here's my thing here's my thought this is my last thought on tonight's episode of nothing is majority of these pastors are standing in the pulpit telling you what you're doing wrong and how you should change. Mm-hmm. Have the heart of Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm. Like Jesus.
1: Um, but most of them are either having affairs,
2: mm-hmm.
1: sleeping around, mm-hmm. are doing extremely shady shit, like leaving town to go watch a rated R movie and drink alcohol. Right. That's that's weird to me. That we put so much like we almost worship these pastors and these worship leaders as if they are mini gods.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's an easy position for people who are narcissistic and manipulative to slip into Mm. to gain control because the church does not ask questions. If you go to a church like, I want to serve. Like, you know what? God does want you to serve. And they don't ask any questions about this person. They don't do any kind of background check. (gasps) They don't try to just call some people, try to find something out. It's like, you know what? Yeah, come on in. It's like, what are you doing? So these narcissistic, manip- manipulative people, they see these holes in these types of establishments and they just wiggle their way in uh, up to the pulpit. Dirty, and dirty. Like, I'm better than you are, but I like doing
1: what I'm telling you not to do. That's- <laughs> <laughs> dirty. So what I'm saying is just don't follow people blindly. Ask Maybe questions. do your research, ask questions. It doesn't make you a bad if you want to like love Jesus and that's your thing, your calling. Like that doesn't make you bad to also ask questions about why you believe what you believe, right? And why you're doing what you're doing.
0: Yeah, the only way to learn is to ask questions.
1: So that's my last thought of the night. Ask your fucking questions. Don't follow blindly.
0: Yeah, it's okay to have a thought. Take it of from your someone own. who's
1: jaded by the church.
0: <laughs> Sounds like you're jaded by life.
1: All right, let's wrap this up Let's
0: wrap it up Why don't you tell people where they can find us
1: You can find us on Instagram At That Calhoun Show Give us a couple likes
0: And where can they listen to us at
1: You can listen to us on Apple and Spotify
0: Cool, all right Well, we'll see you guys next Friday
1: See ya, see ya
0: bye Bye Bye
1: Bye.